Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio. This is episode 326 for October 17th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. Oh, I'm in the <laughs> Damn it. And I am another one of your hosts, Random Dave, breaking the show. Hi, Random Dave. Already. And I'm one of your, and I'm one of your hosts, other host Kelly. Lynn. Not breaking the show. Not yeah. breaking it. Yeah. Not yet. There's still yeah. the Just whole rest of the show. <laughs> Got lots of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very early now. Yeah. All right. Why don't we get into what we did in guns? What we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, they have, how would you describe this? A super sub 2000? It's a, it's a sub 2000, but it's been like worked over by their custom shop to have everything in it. It's, so it's a super. Sub two thousand. It's a super sub two thousand super custom su- sub two thousand. Mm, yeah, super duper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's fifteen fifty, but it's got uh, okay. So your Keltec sub two thousand, which is name them all off. right around eight hundred bucks. It's got a M Carbo trigger, all in one pro performance trigger job, an optic mount, butt pad, rear sight, charging handle, sling mount, and it's also Cerakoted. Custom Cerakote. Fancy, fancy, fancy. What? So there is no picture. What does it look like? Uh, I don't know. I imagine with custom Cerakote, it could be like anything. Uh, I would imagine there was a link to this, but our fearless uh, Calgary Shooting Center pro shooter is not here to describe it. Correct. It's very fancy. And you should go buy one. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's maybe. folding. It they is. still, but with, with that optics mount, it rotates out of the way, so you could you could run a red dot and still be able to fold it up. So right. that's neat. Do you still have yours? No. Wow. I move guns. I move guns. They <laughs> come in and out and coming in out. I've had a lot of people like say like, hey, what about this uh, what about this one gun that you talked about like yeah, uh, four years ago on your channel? Like, that's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> it all moves. I didn't, I didn't know if you did sell it or not. I know that there was some issues. Never mind. I'll, I'll 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 not say anything about it. It was uh, a, a it lovely gun. Fired out of battery. Yeah, uh, that's exactly it. Yeah, you got it at a good deal because it did Correct. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then put a bunch of stuff on it, and it was cool. And it, and it fired out of battery on some real super crappy Brazilian ammo. Yeah. So I'm not willing to throw that out just yet because really crappy Brazilian ammo is really crappy Brazilian ammo. So. So the ammo was shaven. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. a couple of different ammo that I won't run in any nice gun. I won't run the Brazilian <laughs> stuff, and I won't run that. What's the? It's not Macedonian. It's whatever that Max Tech stuff is. Bosnian. It's from some like some Balkan country. It, uh, it is from country that no longer exists. 
It's from west to Germany yeah. or east to Germany. <laughs> that would be east. West west is France. Okay. Uh, France okay. used to be. Yeah. Someone yeah. didn't get their history down right. No. <laughs> yeah, but uh, why don't we get into uh, what we did in guns instead of talking about the uh, M carbos and the uh, sub two thousands? Dave, do you want to kick us off, or you're you're walking away? No, I'm opening my gun safe. Ah, okay. So he's he's multitasking as we he do the show, just like Trevor was last week when he was Instagramming or not Instagramming. What was he doing? Tindering, tindering. I think is the, the no, no. It wasn't right? Tinder. It was Twitter. Yeah, he was on Twitter. Remember, he was having a Twitter war with somebody, and I'm going, "Hello, <laughs> it's a live yeah. show." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of I have something to show up, but I figured I'd have time. You have show and tell. I have several show and tell, but I figured I'd okay. have time because Trevor would be like two hours doing his thing, so I'd have time to get yeah. to sleep over. So he else he, Adriel, you he called in sick. Actually, uh, he's not calling he's in not sick. not sick. I, th- I thought he was canvassing neighborhoods for the Liberal Party to try to get more votes. Yeah, in his neighborhood. He's volunteering for them to try to get more votes in his neighborhood is what I, uh, what I thought. Yeah. Did he leave the house with his face makeup? <laughs> Asking for friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because everybody's going to believe that Trevor's doing that. We all know how much he loves the liberals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's been very vocal on Facebook about his support. <laughs> yes. Okay, so where are we at, Adriel? Who's doing that? Well, I was waiting for Dave to pull his stuff out. Holy jeez! Yeah. Oh, I it's, ahead, it's only an hour-long show. No, that's somebody I got else. My safe open. <laughs> so it's very safe. Everything in your safe is very safe. It is. This is a this is a terrible European pistol. The Europeans, other than Glock, don't seem to know how the hell to build a handgun. Uh-huh. I don't know what's wrong with them. But uh, this so this is a horrible FN twenty two. It's it's garbage. I hate everything about it. But this was captured from a German soldier. Well, okay, not captured. He killed the guy, and then he it was acquired. Guy. Yes, it was acquired through. It was acquired. Just it was acquired. Yes. So a buddy of mine's granddad was yep. in World War II. Yeah. So he gave me a call one day and he said, "Hey, my granddad died, and we found this handgun sitting around. So how do we turn it into the cops?" And I said, "Well, you don't. You just don't." So I went and took a look, and like a lot of <laughs> war repo stuff, it was sitting in a desk drawer for fifty years. Hmm. Now it's prohib. Luckily, it was a prohib. Luckily, they had registered it just after World War II. So they ah. still had that little piece of paper, the little card thing. Yeah. So, and it was still in the system. The RCMP, by some miracle, hadn't lost the information over all these years. Wow. Yeah. Because otherwise, it would have had to destroy it. Right. So, what ended up happening was I went and picked it up, got it to a gunsmith who has a prohib, a business permit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Unfortunately, the reason it's prohibited is because it's 32 cal lame. Oh, okay. So it's now a 380. So it's rebarreled, so it's probably useless to a collector. But right. it's kind of cool as a little little piece of you know Canadiana war capture, and uh, it had a holster with it as well. So I got the gun, oh, no cool. mag, and and the there. holster, and cool. the original holster, which is in flawless mags? condition. Uh, didn't come with any mags. No, the mags were oh. lost. So okay. I got that, which I thought was pretty cool. So yeah. I just had to pay to rebarrel it, which was probably more than the gun is actually worth. But whatever. It's, it's a cool piece. Story. It's a piece of history, though. Yeah, exactly. It's neat, right? I don't want to see cool. something like destroyed. So I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. 
And uh, yeah, he doesn't know where it was captured or anything. His granddad refused to say anything about the war, never talked about it, never said boo, don't know where he served, what unit or anything. So I'm going to see if I can get a photo of him in his uniform off him and then try and track him back and and see what unit he was with and where they they went in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then I got, uh, it's really too long to see, but. Oh. That's a long boy scope. Yeah. Yeah, That's huge. eh? It's a U.S. Marine Corps 1903 sniper uh, uh, reproduction. Very nice. uh, I've got a guy that comes out to my plinking days, Don, and he is a um, he is a huge World War One, World War Two collector. And uh, he had this thing. I don't think it was originally a sniper model, but he had a gunsmith take the thing and turn it into an exact replica of the sniper gun, with the exception that the sniper model didn't have a front sight in research. Hmm. Cool. Um, but brand new barrel, brand new everything, completely reblue, brand new stock, brand new reproduction scope. So it's all modern internal. That's a brand new reproduction scope. It is. So for the for the audio listeners, this thing is how, is Two that a meter feet. long? <laughs> Two feet long. Yeah. Now here's the crazy thing about this scope. Watch this. Oh. Okay. So David's physically moving the scope. Sliding the scope back and forth. Yeah. It slides inside its rings. It's externally adjustable. But the idea is you load the gun, pull it all the way to the rear, fire the gun, the gun recoils, and the scope slides forward in its mounts. Oh, so it doesn't batter it. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't beat the crap out of it. Now, the problem is you have to grab the scope and pull it back with every shot. That's a terrible solution. That is just (laughs) the worst workaround I've ever seen. (laughs) It is, but it's different, right? It's kind of weird. It is, yeah. Apparently, that's how they work. So you didn't beat the living crap out of the scope. Wow. So, yeah, it's a 30 odd six. It's pretty cool. I got it for a reasonable price. And it's, um, yeah, it's like it said, it's all, it's all reblued and probably can't even see that in my camera very well. But oh, it looks really forms. cool. Yeah, so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go shoot sniper matches with it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Go to I want pictures. I'm going to shop with this. I want video because he's going to have okay, to yeah, video, run his bolt. Yeah. Grab his yep. scope, pull it back, run the <laughs> yeah. bull forward, and then take his next shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go get a go get a a proper U.S. War, uh, U.S. Army helmet from World War II. Mm. Oh God, he's gonna go get one of those. By the way, I really like your stickers on your on your safe. Oh, thank you, Deutschland! Yay! Yep. Okay. Yep. I have the Hello Kitty sticker from Trevor's lovely wife. Yeah. <laughs> Apple. I don't, have a, I don't have a Hello Kitty sticker. I stayed in her Hello Kitty room and I left my my shaving bag there. So yeah, I was going to say, when did you leave? <laughs> 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 I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> uh, I also shot a CQB match last week and cool. I got second in the middle division. I got a silver, so... After Very not good. firing my AR-15 since Maple Seed and not firing it for nearly a year before then, I still know how to run an AR-15. So Sweet. I sucked, but awesome. I sucked really badly. So that was good. fun. Congratulations. Thanks. And that's everything I did in guns. Cool. Sweet. Kelly, do you want to go? 
Uh, sure, why not? Uh, so I did a few things this week. I went on Saturday, went or actually on Friday, went up to Ottawa because um, we had a maple seed happening in Stittsville. Stittsville is just right outside of Ottawa. And I wanted to give a shout out to a couple of people, Melissa and Zach. They are people from the uh, Stittsville shooting range. Fantastic. They The range was just perfect for us it was perfect size they put us way out at the back on the uh, military slash um, police range and they even built target stands for us so i got there there was the 401 was just it's a long weekend on a friday yeah great decided to go up with the trailer and i ran into some significant traffic uh, around brockville um, because of an accident because people are stupid when they drive on the 401 but so i got up uh, into stittsville at the range uh, an hour and a half late because of the traffic and the accidents because it's plural there was two of them and it was the middle of the night it was dark and uh, i went and I'm going, oh, God, how are we going to put up? We were going to put up the target stands. Uh, one of our IITs from Ottawa met me there, uh, Greg Weiss. He was going to help set up the target line. But when we got there, the target stands were already done. There were 16 of them. We had 15 participants. And I said, awesome. All I had to do was drop the trailer and show up the next morning. So it was really good. Uh, the range is phenomenal. It's a public range. So it, it's just a really good range. I'm going to, we're definitely going to be going back to there. Um, yeah. So Saturday it was our maple seed and because it was a maple seed, you know what it was doing. It was cold and miserable because it was raining. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, but we had a full line. So we had 15 people. Uh, I wanted to let you guys know that there was four youth shooters as well. There was one youth shooter. She was nine years old. Her name was Avery. She was fantastic. She's been out to a couple of the CRPS matches and she's been placing in the youth division. Like she placed uh, <laughs> second and overall third for any, she is a good little shooter. So she shot uh, the maple seed. And she did the whole entire course of fire and she did it with a Mark II and uh, she was just fantastic. I just thought she was amazing. Uh, we also had a couple of other uh, youth. Uh, so there was Evan, he was 16 and Shelby uh, 16. Shelby had been to uh, Maple Seed before. Um, they both Evan and Shelby are in air cadets as well. So they, they also shoot. Uh, Danica, who is Shelby's sister, was also at a Maple Seed last year. She wanted to come back. Danica's been um, practicing uh, shooting. Basically, every time there is a monthly challenge, she'll take the targets out and she'll shoot it. Danica is 14 years old, as I said, sister, so she's female, and she's now officially our youngest rifleman. I just wanted to give her a big shout out. 14. Ooh, yep. She just turned 14 as well, so a month ago. And she shot a rifle. She did every, all all of the kids, so all of our youth shooters did the whole entire course of fire. And oh, they, and when I say it was miserable, it was miserable because you could see your breath when you were breathing. You're getting up and down, and it was raining, and the scopes were fogging up, and it was just, yeah. So that night, I also had to come home. So I didn't get home until almost midnight, and I still had to actually clean my rifle because it was disgusting. It was full of 
water. I literally brought it in and I was a trail of water. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to clean it and lube it. And it was just, just gross. Um, What else? Oh, on Monday I went out and I went shooting with some ladies from hashtag my tribe. Uh, I went out to my local range here in Frontenac. I also brought out my coworker and her daughter. Her daughter's name is Summer. I just wanted to let you know that Summer is a natural. She has never shot a pistol before. And from 10 meters, she was able to shoot. She was was able to get bullseye uh, off out of 10 shots. She was able to do it like seven out of 10. It was just like... Yeah, like it was just phenomenal. So she shot my Glock. She shot my um, CZ Shadow. She really liked the shadow, the weight of it. She also shot, uh, she had shot previously um, air rifle with cadets. So I gave her, I brought out my maple seed rifle and she had an opportunity to shoot that. She was able to get at smack, like at 25 meters. I gave her a little bit of the marksmanship training as well. Maple seeded her a little bit basically. And she was able to shoot, you know, um, an inch, one MOA. So she did really, really well. Then she tried out the shotgun. It wasn't her favorite, but it was okay. And we also brought an AR-15 and she absolutely love the AR-15. So she is 18 years old. She just turned 18. So she decided she's going to go get her pal. She friended me on Facebook and now we're going to be going to the range. Continue. One of us. One of us. Her mom, her mom wasn't, her mom was going to, I can understand how people like this, but it's not really my thing. Um, but summer was just over the moon. Like this is something. And summer's um, summer has some uh, issues with uh, just, you know, anxiety and a few other things. And like, it, she was just such a natural. I said, I'm going to take you anytime that you want. You can come out. Well, she will do. And she just had a grin from ear to ear. She's been talking about it for like, a week now well not a week since monday i was talking to her mom about it today and she goes yeah she just wants to go out she's gonna get all she's gonna get her pals she's gonna get firearms and her mom's going i don't know if we want firearms in the house i'm going yes you do (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna happen yeah so she's just so super happy about it because um uh as i explained to you as i explained to uh, the girl that I work with. This is something that everybody can do. Whether you're a kid, you're female, you're male, and it's level playing field. I said, but reality, as I said to Summer, I said, generally, actually, women shoot do shoot a little better than men, especially from the beginning, because we actually listen, mm-hmm. as opposed to men sometimes. We who naturally don't. know what to do. That's yeah, the advantage it's just yeah. built in. Yeah, so that's, that's those just chromosomes. Natural yeah, knowledge of. Guns, Everything. cars, handyman stuff, directions. It's all just built, <laughs> built right in. Okay, Tim the Toolman Tiller. That's what you guys are saying. like in the Andrew Falls. You yes. need to like flex at the end of that there, Adrian. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just want to let you know that That's summer awesome. is, yeah, I'm going to get her the information so that she can uh, get her pal. I was talking to her about the, my local range. It's four years now for the wait period to get in. Damn. Four, four, four. So I yeah. said, we'll see about getting you in other places. Um, and then we need to get her shooting Ipsic, and then we need to take New Brunswick, and then she can humiliate Trevor. Yeah, exactly. I like okay. this plan. Okay, so the other thing that I got, I got this in the mail. Now, I wanted to give a shout-out to um, Bren Romich. He's the um, president of the Winnipeg um, 
pistol and revolver club. Uh, I keep talking about the CCFR gunny girl calendar. Well, he took it upon himself. He says, well, where is the gunny guy calendar? And I said, well, we don't have one. He, he, I said, I don't know if there'd be enough demand for one. So he actually sent me a calendar <laughs> of him <laughs> with him and Ed. it's his own version of the gunny guy calendar the ccfr he goes you got to represent now the funny thing is i'm in the calendar stacy's in the calendar miss stacy who's part of maple seed and mr gallon as well as uh slime fire radio is in the calendar too yeah so just to let uh, you know that bren uh, Bren is very vocal in Winnipeg about shooting and the benefits of it. And he gets interviewed regularly by the, um, by the TV station there. Uh, when C71 was, came into effect, they interviewed him. And then they also sent actually somebody from the local paper and took his picture and they put, you know, basically that in. So if you look at this picture, this is Bren, and what he's wearing is he's wearing our polo shirt in the picture. And this was posted in the Winnipeg, I don't know what it is, Winnipeg Gazette or Brian, you're you're watching, you know what it is, uh, whatever newspaper it is. So, Slamfire Radio, it's represented in the calendar, too. I thought it was freaking hilarious. I got it last night. I said, I'm going to put this up. Yeah. We'll yeah. forward that over to our lawyer, Bren. He'll be in touch. <laughs> Cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> so no, he said, "Well, what? Awesome. And you guys haven't done anything. I haven't gotten any pictures from Dave or from Adriel. Or I'll send you some Trevor. pictures. <laughs> I don't want those pictures. <laughs> Fine. It's called so, a mankini, and it's perfectly <laughs> child safe and okay to put on a calendar. All right. Mankini. Yeah, All mankini. Right. Oh, no, no, no mankini. I was, I was just going to be holding my my tiny pistol. <laughs> yeah. caliber yeah you're rebarreled <laughs> okay that's what i did with guns this week adriel do you want to go next you bet I do. oh you're up because that's it yeah uh let's see here i shot a three-gun match uh it was pretty good so this is this is one that i was mding so i designed the whole thing and set it all up and did all the organization it was kind of funny because the things that I thought were going to go well were just like, meh, okay. And the things that I didn't think of like really went well. Um, so what I say by that, like I had, I had all the stage build like notes and graphs and charts and all that kind of stuff ready to rock and roll. And I printed those off and had them ready for people in the morning. And we shot at about the same time as we usually shoot. So it made almost no difference in, in setup time, which was uh, okay. surprising to me. Uh, but what was good was the stage's consistency was really good, and uh, the competitive equity was really good as as well between the different stages. Which is just to say that um, no one got any super advantage because rules weren't understood correctly or anything like that. So uh, that was all good. I think um, uh, Trevor was talking about some of the matches he's been to recently here, and he was mentioning how different squads did it different ways. And I don't think yep. that uh, I don't think that we had that problem as bad uh, at awesome. that three gun match. Um, in terms of me, like I, I made some mistakes on this one. I'm going to share a picture. If you guys have been on my Instagram, you've seen this, but uh, it's a picture of me with my foot over a, over a line as I'm shooting mm -hmm. uh, an array uh, underneath a truck. Not yep. only did I get uh, super duper muddy uh, and <laughs> get mud, get dirt and mud all over myself and my gut and all that kind of stuff, but uh, 
but I also basically went from first to third uh, on that stage just with it's those six heavy. shots. Yeah. Yep. But oh, well. yeah, whatever, whatever. It happens. I don't really care. <laughs> it does happen. It's a local though. club match. It happens, and it's uh, uh, it was it. illuminating. <laughs> I wasn't careful enough, and I should have illuminating. been. Illuminating. I like yeah. those big words, Sadriel. Yeah, I, I got more of them. <laughs> Super califragilistic. Frigilistic? Fragilistic. Yeah. No. 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 It's okay. That's that's my only long word then that I got. Mm-hmm. Um, XBL produ- p- p- procedural. Yeah, you guys. Procedural. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's do some show and tell. Uh, so the first one I want to okay, show. Let's do it. I want to see. Yeah. Practically a milserp is this Cooey Ace. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's so small. It's tiny. <laughs> so tiny. Yeah, I bored this off of uh, a buddy of mine. Got this. He's actually got a a boy, and he wanted to get a rifle that would like kind of had like a little bit classier and something that would uh, would work for for a kid. And so it's a little single shot. Uh, Kui Ace One. So this one would have been produced between 1939 and 1945, just before World yeah. War Two. Yeah, and, it's a good thing uh, Trevor's not on because he might want to start collecting that a now. Kui- well, yeah, yeah, these yeah. are like a hundred bucks, so not, no well, problem. Yeah, probably less. Yeah, yeah. Single shot, and you gotta boop, pull that to <laughs> yeah. Lock it. Love that when I'm teaching yep. people how to shoot. Love it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I was reading a little bit about them, and uh, this would have been common for like ten year olds. You would give mm-hmm. a ten year old one of these and like a pocket full of shells and. Let them yep. wreak havoc Go. on the uh, on the gopher population. So kind of a kind of. A I think neat, it's perfect. Super lightweight, super super lightweight. Yeah. Super uh, built to a price point as well. Like that front sight is like yeah. I don't know, like half a coin basically, <laughs> and the rear sight. Yeah, also it is a uh, this is a right-handed rifle. My video appears mirrored, so it's like this is also not knock oh that's true yeah but uh, that's yeah. what other people see um yeah anyways and, I, and I can see it flip the other way i see you right side right yeah, yeah you're on the right other right side of the call and i'm on my side of the call and it's mirrored so it's oh, easy for me to tell like, my left from my I'm right on the other, i'm on the other side of the world too that too yeah center of the world i'm in the nowhere of the world <laughs> oh, yeah. where the federal government doesn't care because they know we're going to vote <laughs> no, conservative do. and uh no one else bothers to uh to even campaign out here <laughs> <laughs> we have this we have the strongest affinity to a single party of any province in the country uh, any of them it's not even close it's not even close so yeah there is no point in care. campaigning in alberta uh this is a nylon 66 it's remington's yeah. first plastic gun and uh have you guys ever had one of these apart i've seen them i've never taken one apart no i haven't oh, taken them apart so but this rear I've... sight yeah. It's part of the receiver cover. And this is just a metal cover. You pull really? this off and it's actually plastic on both sides and the bolt rides inside the plastic. Yeah. This thing's really plastic. And this is all one big chunk of plastic. Piece. Yeah. There's no there's no break in the middle. It's just all one big piece of plastic. Oh. Kind of cool. Oh, like okay. the stock doesn't come apart? The stock doesn't come apart. It's like, it's oh. all one piece. Look, see? Whoop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is... Uh, Crazy. It looks brown, but this is actually supposed to be their Seneca green. They've got like a, a brown wood style one that's like a little bit more reddish. Yeah. And this one... It's brown. 
It's, it's, it's brown. <laughs> it's, it's dark brown. Be, if, you, if you see it in natural light, it's got a green tint to it. I tried taking photos of it. I cannot get it out. It must be like in the clear coat itself or something. Because it's got a little bit of a hint to a green to it. And you can't see it even here. No, it looks very brown. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to try my best to try to get that that look out of it. That that green. That's um, kind of neat. Cool little gun, though. You load it for, yeah. through the back there. You just kind of pull a tube out and start throwing some shells in there into into the, oh. the butt. And uh, put it back in. Yeah. No bolt hold open, just raw simplicity. Yeah. How does it safety feed on the, the shells? What's that? How does it feed the shells? They go underneath. And then as you pull this back, it basically it just goes and just sits like kind of hanging out in the in the chamber area there. <laughs> and then it goes forward and it just loads it in. And then when it comes back to kick it out, it pops it out the uh, the side there. If you pull the top off, it kind of looks like a, a Beretta 92. There's nothing on top. Like the mm. top of the chamber, ah. there's not there's nothing to the bo- top of the bolt there, and it just kind of a spring in there, a feed ramp, or how's it how's it bringing the rounds up? Uh, there is, yeah, there's a couple of uh, little ramp. guides in there, kind of a thing, and then I don't know if you noticed, but this guy here. So if, if that's the last one, that's your bullet, and that's the one that's pushing the other one mm. up. So kind of a yeah, neat, I've seen one, kind of neat, yeah, yeah. I've shot them before. I've never taken them apart and like actually looked inside them. That's where the really neat part is because it's so weird. <laughs> it's so very different than uh, than our guns today. Uh, but very ex- still, like uh, you can get to the. Them, sorry, go ahead. Do they still make them? No, no, they stopped when in the eighties. This one. So that that other rifle was from somewhere between thirty nine and forty five. This one's nineteen fifty nine. Huh. Cool. Yeah. So pretty old pretty neat yeah when plastic was brand king. new they're like yeah. dude they're they working with like high-tech dupont and like dupont yeah. dupont's like we got to make a a rifle stock out of this nylon 66 stuff it's amazing you could do anything with it okay well, let's try yeah let's make let's make a, a rifle and they took the time to even like put the like fake the grain in it and everything it's like it's crazy mm-hmm. the amount of detail that they put into this thing in the 50s down to like the fake little like inlets and the, the yeah. <laughs> like all this stuff. Yeah. Neat. What makes it look pretty? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. For loading that thing up, use one of these little guys here. This is called is a catch 22. It's like a, a belt clip loader. And what you do mm-hmm. is ratchet it one open. Oh. And then there and you've got a stack of in. five 22 LRs. So you yep. can aim that at that hole in the back there. And dump your rounds in, ratchet open another one, and then dump hmm. those in there. So you can go 5, 10. I think it holds 14, so hold back yeah. one of those. Uh, but yeah, it's a, this is a really neat way of holding 50 rounds. Now, if I wasn't using a tube-fed rifle, I don't think I'd use this. This is like especially for a tube-fed. For just anything else, I'd probably just feed them out of the box. Because think of a box of 50-22LR, it's more compact than this, right? Yeah. Yep. For yeah. fed. So Trevor's on. He's watching. He's watching, but he's not on the show. Yeah, Go he figure. Like to watch. I that. <laughs> he said that filthy has uh, one of those, and it's mint. He says mint. Mint is in like mint condition, or mint is in like that a, a real ugly green, <laughs> green. stock. Yeah, I'm thinking mint condition. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I've, I like. I prefer to think of uh, as the, the the green one, the mint green one. And then uh, you know that's a, that's a long uh, long range rifle. For for short range, <laughs> uh, you could use something like this. Uh, and yeah. For the audio listeners, this is that's, a. That's my favorite show and tell tonight. Yeah, it's uh, it's also the heaviest, so I, I'm probably I gonna make it the shortest. <laughs> <laughs> so Adriel, why don't you tell us what it is? This is a Kadex Sheepdog. It's a, yeah. it's one of their nice. PRS specialty rifles. And uh, she's got some weight to it. I think it's yeah. uh, 16, 17 pounds. So 16.9, you said, when you measured it last night. Uh, yeah. Wasn't it? Was that with the scope and everything in it? I think so. Definitely not a full mag. No. No, it didn't have a full mag. That's no. right. So it has the bipods. They sent two. They sent their... This is their lightweight bipod. And they also sent me the the big big one and big, this this is a this is a loaner right this i they didn't send this to me for free this is just uh well it is for free it's but it's i gotta send it back <laughs> well did, we talk yeah. about this you i yes ryan this. it might come to me first and then i'll go back to you <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. gotta it's matches. making its rounds send it my way too yeah <laughs> a couple of neat things on it like a standard bipod uh you know the adjustment is typically like on the bipod this one's got like this little knobby here yeah. that Let's you rotate the, uh, not rotate. What is that? Swivel? Swivel. Can't. What's that yeah, one? Can't. It's not. Yeah, but yeah, maybe it's can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, can't. I would say swivel. A front and back. Yeah. Can't swivel. Yeah. Well, also swivels. You, you can also just swivel it. Back this mm-hmm. way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is the lightweight one. There's also like a big, heavy duty monster. What one scope does he have on there? That is a Steiner Military 525. Nice. Yeah, no, yeah, nice yeah. Scope. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling him, like, yeah, I got a pretty nice scope I can put on it, but, like, mm, no, that that's... is nice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to test this thing out. Maybe I'll shoot a deer with it. Maybe I'll shoot a deer with it. I'd I like to see you, you shooting it offhand. Offhand? The, the first year yeah. I went deer hunting, <laughs> I carried my Remington 700 police with an, with an 18 power scope on it mm-hmm. for, like, 50-yard shooting. I don't recommend that. I was awfully tired of it after. <laughs> That's what I was going. I've See. had, uh, I had my Savage Ten TR in an MDT chassis, and I took that hunting, and I used it to shoot uh, two coyotes at three hundred and fifty yards. Mm. It's. I got the spot for it. I got the distance. Like I'm not. I'm not in Ontario or New Brunswick. I've got like five, six hundred yards, no oh, problem. True. So so long as I've got the right ammo and I've got the right accuracy. Yeah, I can, uh, I can, you know, make a connection out there with that kind of thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful rifle. Kadex makes some really nice ones. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. my Kadex hat. And I was wearing my Kadex hat today to work. At the uh, the bolt throw on it is also very short. It's nice. Like, yeah. Look how much space there is between the scope and the bottom of that bolt throw. There's just nothing there. It's just yeah. so short. I know on a lot of these you kind of get close up to the scope and nick your thumb and whatever this this is like really built as a prs rig right yeah 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 they're Uh, very very nice yeah mm -hmm. yeah let's see here i did a bunch of pics and put them up on my facebook page of all these guns and a bunch of other stuff i ordered a volkortswin extractor and firing pin for my 1022 uh from brunell's might go grouse hunting with the boy this weekend uh let's see what else Maple seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Rick's going to come out, not this weekend, but the weekend after. And Yeah, he's on his way. He's, he's on driving. His way. 
and right. give him a pile of slings to like drop Perfect. off all over the place. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> you separated. did get something in the mail for me, and I, I was nice. I did not say that there was anything in there. Well, I didn't actually really label it at all, did I? I could have put something in there. This this bunny hug, I think, is what the bunny call hug it in uh, yeah. Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, so you uh, get your official. You got your official instructor, senior instructor hoodie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can also use it for break and enters. Just saying. It's nice <laughs> and black. And I yeah, disappear in it. And the, the, it, it's a very, the, we found a guy with, it said fun on his sweater and he was breaking into a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun yeah. and b Yeah. Yeah. So I, I also sent mm-hmm. I also sent you some pens in there. Those are our new pens. Can you please actually put them through a trigger training test and just go to town on them? Because those are our brand new those are our brand new pens. Our old pens were the, no bueno. I can tell the action's much nicer on the new ones. Okay. And the the actual materials on them feel nicer. It's, the body right higher, here is a nicer. Uh, yeah, it's a higher grade. Uh, yeah. Trigger tech in that? Yeah, we put in that? trigger tech on the trigger trainers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Got some needle bearings in there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> business cards and yeah, a couple of other things in there. Yeah. Cool. No label, no weird labels on the parcel though. Yeah, there was nothing that. that was <laughs> that was mislabeled. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, when Rick's out here, we're going to hit up a three-gun match too. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's going up quick. Uh, and then I've been thinking about picking up a set of binos. So uh, this year I'm going to be grouse hunting with the boy, and next year I'm going to be deer hunting with the boy. So that puts me that like relegates my role to spotter. Spotter. <laughs> <laughs> so my other pair of binos is awful, and I might pick up a new set. I was kind of looking around. Uh, Cabela's had a sale on. I was comparing the Vortex Diamond back to yep. the Nikon. Nikon's got a sale on their Mar- Monarch 5s. They're better. They're better quality. I might yeah. get a set of those. I'm not quite sure, though. Are you going to get a set? Yeah. yeah, why don't you buy both? Buy- I'm not made of money. Come on. <laughs> Unless I can, like, twist their arms and be like, oh, I'll review it and then keep it. <laughs> Are you going to get... Why don't you get a set that has Rangefinder in it as well? Oh, my God. Well, take take that price range that was three ninety nine, and now quadruple it well yeah <laughs> it's useful though <laughs> yeah it's not our money <laughs> <laughs> well the the binos yeah like i like the idea uh i don't, I don't like the price at all just get them at when whenever there's a sale yeah. just get them when there's a really good sale seems very probably used off somebody with uh, yeah regretted spending that amount of money exactly mm. somebody's getting out of prs mm. exactly <laughs> Don't you have set distances in PRS? Yeah, you do, but you still use you still use a rangefinder on it as well. Yeah. You do. Trust no one. Come out, <laughs> exactly. come out to the come out to the Meaford Ratch and match and just hang around. Go, man, okay, terrible. Trevor's commenting like you wouldn't believe on everything. You, you should just join in. He's got just the link. Get your butt on. He's probably driving and commenting and watching. He could just be driving <laughs> and streaming. Yes. <laughs> Drive right. carefully, please. Uh, let's move on. Uh, upcoming events. I think these are all done, right? Yep. We yep. did read them last 
week. Although, can you we revisit a couple of them? I just want to revisit the maple seeds. That's all. If you want to revisit okay, any of the other ones, go. Uh, uh, so the maple seed events, all of them have been sold out. Thank you very much, everyone, except for these two BC ones. The Squamish uh, Valley Rod and Gun Club on October twentieth still has a lot of spots available, as well as the Kamloops Target Shooters Association on the twenty eighth. Go to our website, mapleseedrifleman.com. And check out the registration there. You can actually sign up there. But we're trying to get those filled. People in BC, get out and get shooting. Because that's going to be it for 2019. We'll be there in 2020, though. Yeah, I don't want to brag, but uh, we sold out that one in Alberta. And it's going to be freaking cold. And I know. We sold it out no problem. Yep. Not bragging, yeah. but... Sherwood Park. Yeah. Kingston, Ontario. It sold out just last week when we read the, all of these, it sold out just as we read it. So Ottawa all sold out. Uh, I'm going to next weekend. Next weekend, I'm going to be going to Trent, uh, uh, Lower Trent Valley, which is Trenton. So all of these are selling out. BC, I'm expecting some good things from you. Kamloops, just saying. Like Kamloops weather is nice too. They don't even have any excuse I know. there. The weather's great there all the time. I know. Mm-hmm. Get out, get shooting. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's get into news. Uh, the first one. Did you guys watch the, the, the CBC Power and Politics video? No. Oh, you guys should check this video out. It's, um, they have an expert on to talk about gun violence. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. pull up the, the video. We are taking. On, uh, just for people to see here what, what, it's, uh, what it's about. But they have, uh, they have an expert on their who uh who kind of talks through some of the issues and uh takes a fact-based approach to it and he's talking about yeah they got to cut down on smuggling and yeah the what the liberals have in here is not going to work it was really interesting because you don't see that side of things a side of things on the cbc yeah it's <laughs> shocking yeah it was uh it was kind of sh- shocking but i guess this power in politics uh, sometimes does uh, unbiased reporting, which is uh, which is kind of odd. It's nice weird. to see. I'm weird, but yeah, very strange. <laughs> very strange. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, the CCFR has put out a couple of extra explainer videos. Uh, they've got one on why the, why is the gun debate so toxic, and then they put right. out another one called uh, our league our Canadian legal Canadian gun owners selling guns to criminals. And uh, the selling guns to criminals, the straw purchasing one, I thought was particularly interesting. Uh, yeah. Did you guys see any either of those? So I did see the straw purchasing one. Uh, I need to actually post it, and we should probably share these on our on our page as well. Uh, all of these explainer videos are really really well done. Uh, there's a lot of effort that gets put into them. So yeah, they're quite and it's people because everybody can get them right. And the way that they're the way that they word them are legal Canadian gun owners selling guns to criminals who wouldn't want to click on it. Come on, right? Well, I think the cool one about the the straw purchasing one is the stat they trot out. There's two million Canadian gun owners. Mm-hmm. If you average the number of reported straw purchasing crimes mm-hmm. uh, instances, it's like 1.6 per year. That mm-hmm. means that the chances of a legal Canadian gun owner selling guns through a stop purchasing agreement is about one in a million. Yep. 
one in a million. That's like, that's terrible odds. That's like, it, it never happens. And I think that that stat was really interesting because straw purchasing has been trotted out as this thing that happens all the time. All the it's, time. It's a risk. Yeah. Yes, Canadian gun owners are very responsible, but this is still a risk. It's like, yeah, it's a risk. But it's one in a million. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times the statistics aren't there, so they don't have the information to back Correct. it up. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have so radio statistics. With straw purchasing, that's what was taking place, is they didn't have a lot no. of the statistics, but this is what this is what was trotted out uh, during Bill Blair's, you know, across the country, talking to Canadians. I don't have particularly so, good statistics on any of this stuff, but it doesn't stop no, them from making it. The reason stuff. is because it's so low. Yeah. I was Just listening saying. to the radio tonight, and they were they had a I can't remember who it was, but somebody from Toronto was on the talk show and they were mentioning that, well, you know, gun violence, we need to ban handguns because 50% of handguns are kind of... Right, which, mm. you know, sure. according to an ATIP is totally incorrect. Yeah. So, yep. Anyways. I wish uh, I could just make... Let's go on, shall yeah. we? Yeah, I would, uh, I would we'll definitely watch that, so uh, that straw purchasing one and yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll share it on our, uh, our YouTube, on our okay. website, on our Facebook. Facebook's a place to put that. Yeah. And then the uh, federal election is Monday, so get out and vote <sighs> if you want to. So, keep some yeah, get out and vote. Uh, did you guys hear about there was like a 47% increase in um, the pre-vote, like mm-hmm. getting out prior Four and to... and a half million people or something like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping those are all hunters that got out and voted. And they can't they, they can't out. vote on the Monday because they're 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 outsiding their hunting rifle in exactly right. Yeah. So all these people are getting out. I hope those are all in support of uh, legal gun owners. Just saying. I know I posted it out there for people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. New gun stuff. Uh, all right. Let's, let's talk. This one I just saw today, and it looks kind of neat. Uh, Delask is doing uh, an ice blue PVD. That's like a coating. They're doing it on mm-hmm. the BCG for an AR-15, which means that you get this cool-looking blue thing that probably gets fouled all the heck after you shoot it. But it looks cool when it's brand new. <laughs> it does look cool, yeah. Neat. Yeah, yeah. A hmm. little different. different. These were a one-off custom PVD job. Once they're gone, they're gone. So it's like... Once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, it seems interesting. They just thought it'd be cool. They did it, and now it's like, well... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of binoculars... Oops, yeah. Sorry, no, I was just gonna say that, but that that's gonna that color's gonna last for what? I don't 10 know minutes? how good the PVD would do on a BCG. I'd imagine it would get pretty dirty and around the gas I holes there on the say, side. Yeah, but it maybe, will last. Maybe okay. it would. Maybe it would be easier to rinse off. I don't think so. Uh, no, I don't know. Okay. Uh, North Pro Sports has a sale on binos. Remember those? Oh, there you go. Remember those Monarch Fives right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, 12, 12 by 42s, three ninety nine, And these, like, the the uh, quality of them felt a lot nicer than some of the other more inexpensive uh, binoculars. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they were very nice. Oh, look at the Steiner Predators. Oh, very nice. Are those a good deal? Those are very pretty. Yeah, those are. What do those usually go for? They usually are very... They're usually four twenty nine, and they're on sale right now for three forty seven. So that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neat. Uh, okay, so they're having all their uh, binoculars on sale. Go yeah, and buy those. There you go. Okay, S and J. They're doing a pre order on AS forty six mags. So if you're looking for 
an AS46 mag for your, I don't know, like Typhoon or Durya or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got some of those. And they're going to cool. be doing big bulk packs. So if you want to do a bulk pack, you can get 10 for $39 each, which is cheap. Oh, so cheap. They we were selling for do like that. 75 bucks a pop at one point. So Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know why Trevor didn't put this one in, because this seems more relevant for like something he'd be interested in. But uh, Calgary Shooting Center, they've got Magnum Research Conversion Kits for your uh, Desert Eagle. So uh-huh. if you if you got one in 44 Magnum, which was a huge mistake, don't yeah. worry. You can convert it to 50 AE. 50, yeah. And if you didn't get the gold, you can get the gold now. You can get the gold barrel, <laughs> thankfully. I mean, if you've already got one in gold, you can get the black one. But yeah. now, you, now you can convert your uh, Desert Eagle from the ter- like completely ineffective 44 Magnum to 50 Action to 50. Express. And the only yeah. reason the Desert Eagle exists, in my opinion, is to get it in 50. <laughs> Why else would you bother? <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, 44 Magnum is at least like obtain, ob- obtainable. <laughs> 50 AE is a little bit hard to get a, get a hold of. Yeah, but that's kind of like, you know, buying yourself a nice Challenger and then throwing a Pinto engine in it. <laughs> like, I mean, you still got a Challenger. It looks nice, but, you know, you're you're a loser. You're a loser. Yeah. Okay. So if you have a Desert Eagle, it has to be 58. And gold. And gold. Gold, baby. Hey, one of our past guests has one of those. You got to get the grills. You bet. Yep. <laughs> uh, did you guys take a look at the air? The the Red Rider. Rider AR-15. AR-15. No. I, I just clicked on it. a couple days ago, it. and it's, I'm like, oh, weird. Adorable. That's not a thing. It's totally a thing. <laughs> It's totally a thing. I'm pulling up for everyone to. Uh, it's a YouTube watching. video. Yeah. California legal. Too. I wonder if it would be. It wouldn't be Canada legal because it's it's a a variant, right? It's a variant off the AR-15. Maybe. There's no I gas system on it. It's literally a lever action AR-15. It takes AR mags. It's got the AR buffer and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's just like a. A lever action air. What? Well, if it's a if it's if it's an air receiver, then it doesn't matter what it is or what it looks like. It's it's. Uh, I can't imagine it's a straight air receiver because it's got a lever on it that's doing something from the bottom. I don't know. I don't know. I'm watching it here. Um, that's I'm, just so crazy. It's got little leather Best. straps coming off the side. Yeah. <laughs> Best comment in the in the uh, in the comments is my inner FUD needs this so effing bad, but I want it combined with a belt fed upper. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so awesome. It's like riflemen meet the you know what I mean? Could be our future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll have, well, once the liberals get in, if they get in, we'll uh, uh, we'll have all those weird guns like they have in the UK, straight pull ARs. <laughs> nope, still be upper head. Stupid Canada. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. True fact. All right. Bye. Before we get on to our. Do you, any anything else on the Red Rider? Uh, no, no, but it's got a cool name, Red Rider. Yeah, <laughs> Mikey, you're gonna shoot your eye out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you steal it less than 100 meters, Mikey. Shoot your eye out. Is that AR 500, Mikey? Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, main topic. Uh, Kelly, you had an idea about talking about uh, language and the use of uh, guns or firearms versus weapons. Did you want to lead us on this? 
Okay, so what we what we were doing was we were discussing basically what do you call your firearms? Do you call them weapons, guns, skippy, my piece, (laughs) or guns, piece, whatever your pew pew? And the reason is uh, because does it? We put out. Okay, let me back up just a little bit. On our Facebook page, we put out a survey there. There was only two options. It was weird. It wouldn't let us have more than two. So, but of those two options, I asked people to vote. Basically, do you call your your guns, guns and firearms, or do you call them weapons? Because what I hear is a lot of times I'll hear from, say, people who are in the military uh, call them weapons, and people who are not in the military call them either guns or firearms. Is there a negative connotation from uh, calling them a specific thing, whether it's weapons or whether it's guns or firearms. So I wanted to put it out there and get our, get our um, um, just basically our listeners or people on Facebook to give us their comments on it and also to basically vote and what they call it. So there was two options. I wasn't able to put a, break it into three. Um, so 98% of people called them uh, will call them guns or firearms, and only 2% will call them weapons. And what I saw was um, that it is basically people who are military or have military backing uh, that will call them weapons. So I thought we could talk about it, see if there's any negative connotations with calling one thing or another, or should we be calling it, or does it have pushback from people who are in the community and different things like that. I thought it'd be a good topic uh, to discuss. So Dave, you did actually vote on it. And uh, so I'm going to read what you said and then let's discuss. Let's just go down because I posted your comment in here. Dave Cracky, it says, uh, at a military facility, weapons, anywhere else, unless I slip up, you call them firearms, guns, toys, or PPUs. So, problem solver. <laughs> problem yeah. solver. Yeah. Um, why do you only call them weapons at a military facility, Dave? Uh, so it's because when you do that around civilians, they tend to lose their minds. Yeah. And if you do it at a gun club, people will like chase you out of the club. So, right. And it's a, it's a perception thing. Now, the interesting thing about it in the perception thing, I play paintball. And for a while when we were playing paintball, people would lose their minds if you called it a gun despite the fact that it's this paintball gun on the side of it. Because right. it's a mm-hmm. gun. It's not a gun. It's a paintball marker. No, it's a freaking gun. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what we're doing with it. People who don't approve of it are not going to just approve of it if we call it Winnie the Pooh. It doesn't matter what we call it. It's a gun. So it's sort of the same argument with firearms, but at a little higher level to me. Right. Like, people who don't like guns, it doesn't matter what you call it. It's completely irrelevant. It's a gun no matter what you do, what you call it, what you're shooting with it, they want it banned. You shouldn't have it. It's bad. So it right. doesn't matter. I'm I kind of what? I, I, I actually I, think it does. Yeah, it but it again, it kind of does. They're not going to approve of it anyway, but the thing right. is if you call it a weapon, the media or anybody involved will then go, Right. Oh my God, it gives it just the negative connotation. You're using it as a weapon. That's what it's there for. It's there to kill people or shoot people or whatever. What were yeah, you gonna say, exactly. Adriel? I think this is semantics and I used to care about semantics and think it's important <laughs> and now I totally don't. So like uh, uh, I've noticed that there's there's a couple of like forums and, and chat boards and that kind of thing where it's like, whoa, 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 we're like, this is the way we act. These are the words we use. This is like, yeah. we want to make sure that we're, we're doing a positive uh, outlook on all this kind of stuff. And it just doesn't matter. 
like in the end for where we're at today staring down the barrel of uh of the liberal party banning uh a big schwack of our competition rifles yeah uh and, and we've been like minding our p's and q's this whole time it just doesn't matter they're gonna do mm-hmm. it anyway so who cares uh call it whatever you want to say weapon uh they're gonna lose their minds who cares it doesn't matter right. So because it doesn't matter, do whatever you want and uh, don't worry about it because uh, but you weren't, you you weren't going to have an impact on it anyways. Okay. But do you think that if we had called them just firearms that it might have had an impact? Or do you think that... I think everyone could have called them uh, fluffy bunnies for the last t- 10 years and it wouldn't have made a difference. I think or as they... filthy, filthy said that they are called bangalators. 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 I like there that. There are things you use bangalators. So if we called them bangalators, it wouldn't have really mattered. I don't think it made it. I don't think it would make a difference. The Liberal Party would have come back to it and would have come back to it as something that they're going to rag on anyways. Um, and we would have faced this risk anyways. And the risk that we're facing right now is a, uh, a fairly large percentage wise uh, ban of our firearms and we were going to face this whether we were all nice and using politically correct terminology or whether we were calling them what they are or whatever none of this matters the only thing that matters is that they're going to try to ban them and that we vote them out well yeah too too too, uh nihilistic or (laughs) no no it's true that is exactly uh they you know what the firearm, whether you call them firearms, guns, whatever, um, right now they're on the chopping block and we have to basically vote according to according to that. However, I do think that, like, for example, Project Maple Seed, we don't call them weapons. Correct. We call, we call them firearms. Correct. But the right? Liberal Party is calling your, sem- your firearms semi-automatic assault rifles. Correct. Now, what My is that going to cover? Is, is it going to cover... Just uh, military r- assault rifles? Hell, no, it's going to, like we oh. talked about last week, it's going to cover anything that has a magazine, that's magazine fed, that is so semi-automatic. You're, you're is. maintaining uh, a level of uh, consistency on verbiage that you, the uh, your opponent is not uh, maintaining and doesn't care about. Yeah, but about. It's part of it, it could be from... A point of view of supporting their thoughts and ideas and another part of it. So if you're calling them weapons, it's absolutely going to support what they're they're thinking. If you call them firearms... If you understand the difference between a firearm and a weapon as a... Absolutely. Right. Yes. But you have to educate people too. If you're not willing to educate them, right? Just So you're just giving it to them. Okay, they're weapons. So absolutely we're going to ban them because you're using them as a, it's a weapon. Well, to Adriel's point, they are going to ban them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Regardless oh, of sorry. what you I call don't mean to laugh. But, but there was some really good feedback. We had 229 people respond to it, by the way. So that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, of like, food. like just just to be clear, I don't call them weapons. I I, I call them firearms. Is is is, right. the, is the terminology I use because it's catch all right. and it's accurate, and I don't need right. any other terminology other than like rifle, pistol, whatever. Right. right? when you do the breakdown but what we are doing according to is the firearm law right it's not the gun law law, it's not the weapons law it's the firearms well according to the firearms law if you read it it actually says a firearm is always a weapon so by the law it is actually technically always a weapon (laughs) (laughs) if you want to be technical about the law yeah well yeah that's true 
Oh, it matters in Canada because our laws are messed up and it and intent matters. Intent should never matter. Like there, uh, it absolutely. makes a difference. It makes a difference if I have a samurai sword in my trunk and I say that's for uh escaping my car if I drive into a river. Totally cool. I can have a samurai sword in my trunk. If I have a samurai sword in my trunk in case someone tries to carjack me, whoa, right. whoa, whoa. That's now a weapon. You right. can't have that. Now that's something that I like fundamentally disagree with. A thing is a thing. How yeah. you talk about the thing shouldn't matter. Right. How so you one use of our, it, sure. I mean, if you know, right. if I if I go on a stabbing spree with the samurai sword, well, that's that's a little bit different, right? Absolutely. Well, uh, I'll give. So Joel, one of our listeners, he says it can't be a weapon because I'm not using it as one. My kitchen knife isn't a weapon either. Both instruments uh, may be used to cause harm, um, but that's not their function. One is designed to protect or uh, to project project uh, a bullet uh, towards the target and the other one to cut a uh, candlestick can be a weapon um, but that depends on the in- intention of the user a weapon requires a human with intent to harm or defend otherwise it's just an object uh, with potential that's exactly good well done joel yeah. that's what what adriel is saying well, it's, everything it's, has to have intent and that's how you get convicted though, as well yeah, when people look at firearms, though, they don't look at us. Mo- most people, like when we look at a firearm, I don't care. I got guns all around me right now. Oh, big deal. Right. I'm locked in my gun room, and I'm fine. I'm around guns all the time. Guns are not a big deal to me. If I see somebody with a gun, it's like, meh, gun, whatever. It's not pointed yeah. at me. We're cool. But for people that aren't used to them, it it it's always considered a weapon with the intention Correct. that is only to kill. People don't Correct. look at it. Like to me, this is a golf club. May as well be a golf club. Don't care, right? Unreliable. It's something I use for club. shooting. Well, it's yeah. European Euro trash. It's garbage. <laughs> but, well, and even the bolt on the bolt catch doesn't even work. Garbage. <laughs> um, anyway, it's yeah. To me, it's it's a thing. And the problem is trying to explain to people that this is just a thing. Like it's not. It's an object. It doesn't do anything by itself. What was the line from the movie Shane? It's only. Uh, it's only as evil as its holder's heart or something like that. Mm. No, but I like that. Yeah. And that's exactly I've never it. seen Shane. So. Good movie. Well, I, okay. I, I've run across uh, a, a similar to the weapon versus firearm is the it's only designed for killing people uh, right. line. But the thing is, the only people you have that argument with are people who are <laughs> totally ignorant about it and yeah. don't and are, they're not going to change their mind anyways. So it doesn't matter if you call it firearm or weapon to them, because to them, it was only designed for murdering lots and lots of people. And that's what semi-automatic firearms are about, is only for murdering people and lots of them. And they don't they, they don't have the context of, oh, well, oh, yeah, we, we've had these since the 60s, <laughs> these nylon 66s. And uh, I don't know, it doesn't seem to be an issue. <laughs> no. No. And I mean, Might be I, for a gopher. But that's oh right. yeah, mass murder on gophers Gopher for murder. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, like yeah. Genocide. I, I, posted, I had a friend post up a picture of a handgun, and they're like, "Blah blah blah." These are only designed for mowing down people. They can't be used for anything else. I'm like, I I hang out with hundreds and thousands of people for year who would argue with that, and I'm sure that our Olympic shooters would have words with you about that as well. Because for some reason, not a lot of mass murder on Olympic pistol ranges. I cannot figure that out. It is yeah. puzzling. Yeah, you, you don't know, really see a like lot of uh, a lot of people on ranges just like drawn down on each other over or, like arguments over small things, right? 
No, we have arguments about big things. Sometimes people are yelling at each other, all carrying loaded handguns, and yet nothing ever happens. Nope. <laughs> like, and I mean, you yeah. see that in the states too, right? Like you, you yeah. think oh, that yeah. moving to a concealed carry, uh, you, you'd have like either a bloodbath or perfect uh, civilization, and in reality, you get neither. You get like almost no change to any of your crime stats. Like you get a little bit of less of one kind, a little bit more of another kind. You know, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Um, which if, if that's the result, why not just let people do whatever they want? Because it's not going to, there, there was no risk to in the first place. Right. Right. I'm rambling. Yeah. Now. Firearm we weapon. I, okay. I, I am in a, so, a so nihilistic place it? of it, of it doesn't matter. And okay. If, if I on, run into really? someone who, who calls it a weapon, I am okay with that. I won't, I will call it a firearm because I think okay. it's more accurate. And I think that weapon could be. Uh, is too broad of a term, and it will also catch uh, samurai swords and nunchucks and other weapons. And not absolutely. This is my Brass rifle. Knuckles. This is my pistol. This is my shotgun. Because I'm a free gun. I was gonna say it's, it's three, right? <laughs> the only the people it'll freak out if you call it a weapon really is the people that are sort of middle of the road that you might be having shooting with you. So whenever I take people shooting, I'm very specific that these are firearms, yeah. rifles, handguns. That's yeah. what we call them. That's what we call it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm on a military range. It is a weapon. And if yeah. if I, I shoot with a lot of military shooters because they love shooting three gun and when they call it a weapon, I don't care because that's what they were taught and that's the that's yeah. the correct terminology that they were taught for it. Right. Yeah. And I will give a little bit of because I said it's one of my pet peeves, right? It's not really a pet peeve. So if you're military and you call it a weapon, that's what it is. Right. And that's what you've been taught. And that's what it is. However, if it's within a context of like a group of people, especially those that you've never actually are, like Dave said, taking somebody brand new to the, to the range, the civilian and they're, and you're calling it a weapon. They kind of, they do actually start to, well, you know, they start to second guess, maybe a little bit of freaking out a little bit too. But anyways, I could see that. I could see that they might think, whoa, this is, way more dangerous than I thought it was going to be because this mm-hmm. military guy or, or gal <laughs> is calling this a weapon and they're being very serious about it instead of saying, this is a firearm, this is a rifle, and yeah. the way that this rifle works is yada, yada, yada. I always make sure to point it down range. It's, you know, yeah. you can, but you would still go over the same things. Yes, this this can kill someone. So yeah. here's the safety rules that we're going to follow to make sure that it doesn't, right? Yeah. It won't do it so on we'll its give- own. Right. So I'll give you the example of on Monday when I went with uh, my friend Kim and her daughter Summer, right? I was very specific with them. Super. We we went through everything uh, with respect to ensuring that it's not loaded, clearing the chamber, examining everything. Anyways, but they thought it was super, super safe. And the reason is because... You know, I was watching them and I was explaining everything to them. I was made sure that I didn't call it a weapon because Kim would have freaked out. She and just would have. You're a super safe instructor, and the way that you're instructing in yeah. your classroom, even though this isn't a classroom, <laughs> right. the way you're teaching is going to be very safe and structured. And right. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Uh, I thought that we should, we, we could do the survey. It'd be interesting where to see where everybody's ended up. I was mm-hmm. surprised that it actually only 2% of the 229 said weapon. I'm you not know, even vaguely shocked. I'm surprised it was 2% actually. Because, <laughs> really? Well, as, as, a, as a culture, gun culture, 
you're always taught not to call it a weapon. Like every gun club, I've been told. Yeah, they don't freak. Call it a weapon. The power yeah. court, don't call it a weapon. Like as a culture, we've spent the last decades and decades being very polite, and it's not a weapon, and it's blah 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 blah. blah. In the end, it hasn't made a damn bit of difference. No, but at least we were calling it the right thing the whole time. Mm -hmm. Well, yes. Didn't make Uh, the quote, by the way. uh, The quote, by the way, from Shane is that gun (laughs) is a tool, Marion. No better or no worse than any other tool. An axe, a shovel, or anything. A gun is as good or as bad as the man using it. That's mansplaining, Dave. Yeah, I love that. Kelly could have looked looked it up herself. You're mansplaining to her about the guy mansplaining to someone else. I didn't didn't do do it. it. I could have done it. Yeah. Oh, I just I just wanted to take the piss. <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think we that? I think we weaponed it enough. We weaponized this conversation. We weaponized the conversation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listener feedback, YouTube version. Uh had some comments. I didn't see any questions in there. Not really. Some people asking Trevor if he can load mags and talk at the same time. Apparently not. Some suggestions on pen reviews. Man, I don't think so. Everybody yeah. send Adriel a pen. Yeah. No, please don't. <laughs> the stationary guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. So people talked about the Nylon 66 and Sub 2000. Yeah, I think that's about it. So... Dave, I see. Okay. I see your. You've got the show notes open. Uh, listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerized, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. Dave, if you take the first part, I'll take the PS. Sure, <laughs> sounds good. From Spencer. Hey guys, I just wanted to wish you the best of luck this coming election day. And we wish you the best of luck as well, Spencer, and everyone else who owns guns and money. Don't give up the fight. And remember, if the polls were accurate, we'd have Hillary for president here in the States. In fact, there's actually a thing called the shy Tory effect that was coined in the UK when it turned out that about 10% more people voted for conservative Tory candidates than the most accurate polls predicted. They figured out that the media was so biased against conservative positions, lots of conservative voters didn't want to voice their real opinions. When talking to the nice college-age pollster, they simply went along with what they believed the pollsters wanted them to say. We saw the same thing here in the 2016 election, where the joke was that somehow Trump won the election, even though no one would admit voting for him in a single poll. So hopefully the polls are skewed as are as skewed for you guys as they were for us in 2016, and that 10% of shy conservatives will put you over the edge. If the worst happens, I hate to say it, but you're being a little optimistic in thinking the liberals will pay you for anything, anything close to what your guns are worth. Well, no one got rich from Australia seizing guns, and the confiscation in New Zealand looks like they're already reducing the amount they will pay when they take your guns. You mean when you voluntarily hand them in, lest you go to jail for five years? That'll be not that Spencer. <laughs> As you point out, the cost for this sort of confiscation program will be massive, and there's no way they will want they will want to make gun owners happy by paying them more than they can get away with. Yeah. After all, it's not like you can wait for a better offer, and it's not as if they will actually like you and care about what you think. They know you will never vote for them, so they will pay you as little as possible. It'll be like the gun buybacks in quotes certain gun gr- certain groups hold here, where they give you a fifty dollar Walmart gift card in exchange for your gun. If you get pennies on the dollar, I'd be stunned. Anyway, I hope it all works out okay. Best wishes, Spencer. Uh, P.S. 
Did you guys see the new Ruger PCC models? They actually look pretty useful for IPSC or IDPA PCC class with the new chassis and stock options. I also saw some new trigger kits for them from Tandem Cross, Full Quartzen, and M Carbo. I am still waiting for some Magpul stocks, but I'm glad the aftermarket parts parts for this gun are starting to flow. PPS. I'm holding one right now. Oh, I'm wait, waving it wait, in front of the camera wait. if anybody's watching YouTube that Adriel sent me. Except I added something to the stock. Oh, you added a slipper Nice. Absolutely. Ian, Ian from Prepper Podcast and the other PPC. You're getting, uh, you're getting that on it. Thank you. Sweet. Yeah, they are cool. Yeah, they are. Fun to shoot. Yeah. Kelly, did okay. you want to take this one from James? Okay, this one's from James B, a.k.a. Ginger Snap. Uh, I just want to apologize now if I missed any of the... I went through and changed some of the words to bleeps um, because I had to. It's been a long spell since I wrote in last. With the Canadian federal election about to happen, all the BS promises made by all the parties, it can make one person dot, dot, dot... Trevor Furlot, in air quotes, uh, posts some great, entertaining, non-biased Facebook posts about the great Canadian Liberal Party of Canada and its leader, Justine Trouveau. Uh, (laughs) Vote for me and I'll give you everything and leave the country more bleeped up (laughs) than when I got got in as the Prime Minister. It seems he he will promise you anything and everything just so that he can stay Prime Minister. Have you listened to this man speak about gun control? Wow. I am now dumber for listening to him and his party. Uh, balanced just, budget. Just to, he just wants to ban the semi-automatic assault rifles, guys. Come on. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he goes on to say, balanced budget? What's that? Helping veterans? No money for that. Buy an, uh, an obsolete pipeline? Check. Ethics violations? Check. Elbowgate, check, and the list goes on and on. One thing he will uh, be remembered for, thanks for the pot, Justin, and leave it to the government to lose money selling pot. Speaking of pot, you know, pot is good when you put your food in the microwave and you have to put your pin number in. (laughs) Okay. All right. It's just a matter of time. We're going to lose the AR-15 and all the semi-auto guns. Um, Making paper criminals is the only thing the government's great at doing. They love making laws that no one will follow. Is it me or anyone else? Notice the process is the punishment. Example, DUIs is $10,000 plus. Divorce start at $10,000 plus. Criminals uh, does a drive-by shooting and is out of jail. And uh, until he has trial, and he says, "What they f?" The biggest fear is the RCMP showing up at my house with my gun to get my guns, um, and they decide to handcuff my family and I in my own house for my safety and theirs. Guilty until proven innocent. What a great country we live in. If they want them, no handcuffs. I'll bring them to you, and you can fill your boots. I'll gladly give them up. Bleep. No, not really. I'm really pissed about it. Actually, WTF. If it's the law, what a BS law. The only thing they will get is a strip of low receivers. Sorry, sold the other parts to offset the BS $750 a piece AR buyback program. Wow. Where did they come up with those ideas? Uh, spend money we, the people of Canada, do not have. If we spent money on people and not creating criminals, maybe, just maybe, 
we would have less losers. What a pipe dream. He goes on to say, living in New Brunswick, uh, being a province with nothing in a country that is a virtue signal, makes a guy wonder, would I be better off somewhere else? Europe has some decent countries that use statistics, not emotions, to run the country. I really thought New Zealand was the place to go until the, uh, they ban all guns. Man, no due process, just ban. That is seriously messed up. Maybe we can take over PEI and Bill could be our president of the new Kanekistan, where I'd get a license, I'm vetted, and I can have whatever I want. What a great place to be. Hey, we could ban anyone who works for the government of Canada. Well, that's my rant. Trevor? He goes on a little bit to actually talk about Trevor. So, he goes on to say, a Kui gun collecting now? Wow. I know you haven't... I know you haven't lost all your marbles, but there are some holes in your bag. Question, Trevor. With collecting the cooies, are you trying to get a museum license? Fair question, actually. Uh, and he says, P.S. I would like to congratulate drugs on winning the war on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is classic Jason. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, thanks for your 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 rant i guess (laughs) i guess i mean the the clear choice at this point is if you really love freedom is the u.s yeah Yeah. sorry i said jason but i meant james um thanks ginger snap it's been a while we missed your emails (laughs) anyways say hi to the girls how much editing do you have to do to to make it like readable uh not much i took out i just took out the swear words most of them because we read them yeah, it was really long, so he didn't do it on it. He didn't do it on his phone. He must have did it on his computer. Mm. So. His F key is worn out by now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Autocorrect wasn't working on it, so. <laughs> so I mean, random words. I, I, I'm like, uh, all all kidding aside, I'll I'll probably strip my ARs. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. So, I I doubt we're gonna get any any kind of money for them. I will strip them, and I will have a whole bunch of parts that. Maybe I'll get like one of them crazy tube uh, bolt guns that uses AR parts or something like that, right? It'll yep. be usable somehow because all that stuff yeah, is like your optics, the scope mounts, and everything. You can put it on something else. But yeah, I, I I've already decided they're getting nothing unless it ends up being like a New Zealand thing where you know you have to turn everything that could possibly be used on an assault weapon. Try to track it. Well, exactly. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to re-register. Everything is a strip lower, but I will be damned if I'm using my gas and time to take them to a gun buyback event. They can come to my house and pick them up and wait for me. I am, nope, that is not happening. Mm-hmm. F that. Indeed. Okay. Uh, if you'd like to send a long, rambling uh, email <laughs> to Slamfire Radio, it's our specialty. Yeah. Uh, send the email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Yeah podcast app reviews we didn't have any but uh if you'd like to head on over to itunes or stitcher or google podcasts or whatever you use for podcasts and uh review us over there yep uh, helps people find the podcast helps them know how awesome we are too you're awesome or not you're awesome yeah i think you're awesome uh, let's see here shout outs tracy tracy no kelly (laughs) i'm reading the thing yeah, you are. So I want to give a shout out to Tracy, uh, Tracy Wilson from the CCFR. I just wanted to say, well done, my friend. Very well done with the integrity tour. She did fantastic. And 
you know, they drove all the way out almost to Verdun and they had to turn around and come back. Uh, but they spent a long time in a little RV and talked to a lot of people. So you did really, really well. Thank you for everything that you did. Just want to say that. There's no one out here that's voting for any anything other than conservative anyways. Maybe in right. D.C., but yeah. skip Alberta. I also wanted to say hi to Mark and uh, thanks for bringing Fiona out to the Maple Seed event and also Cooper. It was great to see Fiona. Fiona is one of our youth shooters and uh, it was great to see her. So just want to say hey. Hey, thanks. All right. That's me. Cool. Dave? Uh, well, Trevor wanted to say a shout out to H.W. Cooey, who is his personal god these days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, congratulations to my sister, Lori, who is going to be getting her hunting license. She went out awesome. uh, with the lads grouse hunting. Her son and her husband both hunt. Uh, that's the guy I hunt, where I hunt deer with. So she decided that she's going to go grouse hunting. She's going to get her licenses, get all licenses. Uh, go hunt fun. in nice weather. But she has said that she is absolutely 100% not doing deer. It's such it's a, cool. like the, the <laughs> hunting license is such a nice program. Like the uh, going through it with uh, with my kid, like the last time I did mine was decades ago, and uh, going through it with my kid, it's like, man, you learn a lot about conservation in yeah. that. And the, it's the, good. the people who take that course know more than ninety nine percent of the population when they're done, just because of the conservation that you learn in there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, shout outs as well. Oh, speaking of which, I. Li- <laughs> Sort of an aside here, but um, Joe Rogan, love that guy. He's very interesting. He has a and did you lose him to Adriel? Yeah, video called oh, most he's of the back. population. Has he still here? Yeah. Hello, yeah. hello. Try now. Okay, uh, Joe Rogan has a video where he interviews um, a wildlife conservation guy from the states, and the video is called "Most People Have Never Been Around Real Wildlife." Okay. It's really interesting. It's just about, you know, how people from the city will walk up to a bear and try and pet it sort of stuff. Yeah. So if you're, if you're bored, it's a really good video. You can watch that. Uh, yeah. Shout outs yeah. as well. Back on the shout outs. Uh, Adam from Wasega, buddy of mine, just won his first Dipsick match. So congratulations, nice. Adam. That's awesome. Sweet. And that's it. Cool. Okay. We, and just to let everybody know, we do not promote going up and petting bears. Um, no, I think yeah. you should, and you should pet the bear, videotape the entire thing, and tag us and post it on Instagram and Facebook. Well, actually, get somebody, head else, cam, right? get somebody yeah. else we'll to post it, because you're probably not going to be able to. Live stream it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah tag us, or we can watch. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Patreon supporters. So if you want to help support the show and uh, get us new headsets and mics and that kind of thing. You can support us on patreon.com forward slash slam fire radio. And it looks like we have a new Patreone this we week. Do. Crash L is supporting us for 223. Sweet. Nice. I like the 223. Finally, uh, you can show, you oh. can also show support for the show by visiting our website and clicking on the links for Cabela's and buying through there instead of just going direct to Cabela's. Join a National Firearms Association, such as the CCFR. Check us out on Gunners of Canada. We've got a thread over there where we faithfully post every one of our shows. And like us on Facebook where I think we're trying to beat an orphanage in terms of likes and we are failing and we need your help. Yeah. Those little those little punks have gone down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get your family, your friends, your ministers, whatever, to give us likes because we only gained four over the last week. So, mm. And then and we... Most importantly this week, 
get your friends and family out to vote. Vote. Mostly not in Alberta because I think <clears throat> this is like it's already done here. But like no, everywhere else, because then nobody will go vote in the Green Party when we're in Alberta. And that would be hilarious. You. That would be it hilarious. Really... It's not going to happen. Awesome. No. No. That would no. Happen. No. But if you you're know. from one of those other provinces where you know it's it it's not like... it's not known who's going to win, <laughs> Ontario and Quebec, in other words, and yeah. and the Atlantic provinces too. That like there's a ton yeah. of uh, power in votes in the Atlantic provinces more so than in, uh, you know in Alberta. So get yeah. get your friends and family out voting. Make sure you tell them about uh, how badly you're going to get screwed over as a as a firearms owner if the Liberals get in power and uh, try to get them to vote for someone else on Monday. Yeah. Mm. There was a really good post on Facebook that I liked where a guy posted and he said, if the liberals win, they're going to take away my AR-15s, which are worth $10,000. So you're asking me to pay $10,000 if to, to vote liberal. That's not fair. I'm not doing it. I thought that was a good point. Yeah, you know, It's not fair to ask gun owners to A, do nothing for public safety by having our property seized, illegally yeah. as far as I'm concerned, and to just give up that money. Well, I mean, I, I don't think it's like... If it's just AR-15s, I'm out a few grand. Yeah. If it's just if it's military style semi-autos, I'm You're out screwed. a few more grand. And if it's centerfire semi-autos with a mag, I'm out even more. And if it's just all semi-autos, I'm like, I got a couple left. <laughs> yeah. Everything I own except a couple of my guns are semi-autos. Like most of my stuff is semi or handguns. Um, yeah. And if the liberals do get into do get in i would like everybody to start looking at municipal politics as well start getting in there any illegal gun owners get in there just saying especially if you're in a big city where they might Hello. go for a handgun ban <laughs> yeah like kingston kingston isn't a big city but we already been through this already once in july so yeah. anyways yeah. get out there and vote and uh We'll catch up with you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.